The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 29th of January. In your Squiz today, America edges closer to an agreement for withdrawal from Afghanistan. Zali Stegel to run against Tony Abbott in his seat of Rohingya. A world news wrap and a weekend of winners. This is your Squiz today. Claire, the New York Times has reported overnight that officials from the United States and the Taliban have agreed in principle to a peace framework. They've had a rare interview with the American envoy, who's the chief negotiator uh, between it and the Taliban. And what he has said is that after many, many months of talking about having talks, they've actually sat down, they've worked out what the broad framework looks like and the Taliban has now gone back to go and talk to its people about how to move forward. Yeah, part of the plan would need to see the Taliban agree that once the US troops leave, uh, that Afghan territory would not be used as a platform for terrorism. What else? The other key issue is that Afghan's president, um, Asraf Ghani, he really wants to get in on the action on this. And what he's saying is that in the past, there have been mistakes made where particularly the Soviet Union withdrew Uh, after years of war there uh, and didn't have a proper exit plan in place, which led to many, many more years of bloody and horrendous um, times in Afghanistan. So he wants for the Taliban to talk to them about exactly what is going to happen once America goes. And that's something that the Taliban to date has refused to do because it sees um, that government basically is a puppet of the US government. So there's expectations now on timing, um, suggestions that it could be months seem optimistic, it potentially could be years, but certainly it's a really significant breakthrough given America has spent nine years talking to uh, the Taliban about having these talks. Yeah, and Afghanistan's been in continuous warfare for 40 years. The US has been involved for more than 17 years, which makes it America's longest war ever. An Australian scientist who is working as a microbiology professor at the University of New England in Armidale, Lily Pereg, was found dead in Argentina on Saturday, Claire. She was in a shallow grave in the backyard of her nephews with her sister. Um, They'd been missing for some days. It was the nephew who actually officially um, declared them missing, but friends of Pereg said that they suspected something was up when she stopped her daily text messages. So, yeah, some really grim details on that report. Yeah, Gilad Pereg, you mentioned, is the nephew who's been now accused of the murders. And making news in politics over the weekend was confirmation by former skier turned barrister Zali Stegel that she would run as an independent candidate against former Prime Minister Tony Abbott in his seat of Warringah. It's really put a cat among the pigeons, this sure one. Has. There's been a lot of independence put the hand up for Warringah, but uh, Zali Stegel, who has quite significant name recognition, uh, really seems to be someone that has got people excited who are looking for an alternative to Tony Abbott, who's held that seat for uh, quite some time. I think it's since about 1993, at a guess. Um, 1994. So anyway, yeah. Anthony Green says that she's got a pretty good chance of, of having a go at that seat. She was very clear about her agenda, that she's fiscally conservative, but more socially liberal uh, than Abbott. And that sounds like something that potentially 
could be interesting come election night. Yeah, she says he's not campaigning on climate change the way that his electorate wants him to, and that will be the thing that she uh, campaigns heavily on. Following uh, Kelly O'Dwyer's resignation last week, two other government ministers, Michael Keenan and Nigel Scullion, have said they are leaving politics. But a sliver of good news for Scott Morrison. News poll out today says the coalition has had a two-point rise in its two-party preferred standing, though it still trails Labor 47 to 53. Scott Morrison's dropped a couple of points in the preferred PM race, but still leads Bill Shorten 43 to 36. Yes, yeah, sliver of good news. Is a, a sliver, yeah, exactly. A sliver. Still, still behind, but um, yeah, and a huge mountain to positive. climb. But yes, it is a sliver of, of light. A wrap of world news across the weekend. Firstly, a dam collapse in Brazil has killed at least 58 people. It's the second major dam disaster that Brazilian mining giant Vale has been linked to in the last four years. The pictures are just horrendous. Um, Mm. A dam wall has collapsed and flattened a whole track of land but also a town and hundreds hundreds of people are still missing. Um, Officially, 58 people have been declared dead but no doubt more grim news on that this week too. Uh, And in that region, more than 20 nations have given their support to Venezuelan opposition leader, Jose Guado. That includes Australia. How has the Venezuelan president responded? He's been pretty bolshy, Nicolas Maduro, uh, until sort of stopping in his tracks a little bit in the last few days and says that he's happy to have talks to those who oppose it. There was a bit of a tit for tat with the American government. But, um, yeah, it looks like things are moving in Guado's um, direction. And after 35 days on Saturday, Donald Trump agreed to temporarily end the partial government shutdown. What does this mean for his border wall? It means that talks are still happening. So even though, yeah, I know lots of talking about talking, um, even though his critics have said that it's a back down, um, Donald Trump has said that it's a compromise, that it's a temporary end to the shutdown, that the funding doesn't last forever, but still very much on the agenda is funding for his border wall. Yeah. Maybe we need some positive news, I think. Big congrats to our Australian of the Year recipients. As you predicted, Claire, divers Dr Richard Harris and Craig Challen were awarded Joint Australians of the Year after their role in the Thai cave rescue last year. And they have done a round of media interviews saying that they'd really like to instil a spirit of adventure in young Australians, which is a really, really nice positive thing. Yeah, the full list of the winners is in the Squiz Today email. Australian Open is over for another year. Close match between Naomi Osaka and Petra Kvitova saw Naomi Osaka take the title and ascend to world number one. In the men's, Novak Djokovic beat Rafael Nadal very convincingly. That was quite a match. Yeah, he looked quite nervous, didn't he, Nadal? It was kind of weird to watch, yeah. Yeah, it's funny because you're kind of settling yeah. in for the night, but it was done and dusted pretty quickly. And Sam Stoza and Chinese Zhang Shui won the women's doubles. Congrats to them. Dylan Alcott also won his fifth consecutive wheelchair singles final. And whilst we're on winners, the winner of the Triple J Hottest 100 countdown was someone I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard of a lot of them in the top ten. Yeah, drum roll. It's Confidence by Sydney Band Ocean Drive and that 
pick generated a bit of discussion about whether it was an appropriate winner. But I mean, I've listened to a little bit of Triple J in the last twelve months or so, not a not a lot, but but certainly a bit mid year, and it wasn't one that um, came across my radar. But I played it a little bit over the weekend to familiarise myself with it. I quite like it. Is that the subject line? It is well? very well picked. Yeah. Uh, it Done. is a lyric from that song, which is "It's all about confidence, baby." On that note, don't forget to head to the Australian Podcast Awards. So australianpodcastawards.com to vote for the squeeze in the popular vote category. We'll include a link in the email today for that. Um, Other than that, we hope you had a a great long weekend. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're also on LinkedIn. Um, And if you like the Squeeze Today podcast or email, please tell your mates about us. Have a great Tuesday, everyone. Thanks for listening and we'll chat tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.